The time is now. Every moment counts. Your voice, your decision, and who you are matters. Take a minute. Breathe. You are a part of history. So join the community and let's build something great. Montgomery County Community College. Your future starts here. What's that humming noise? Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> you wanted the best and you got it. Fire's band in the land. Kiss Army, you wanted the best and you got it. I am Matt Porter and we are live in the Kiss Room, broadcasting directly to you from Montgomery County Community College. It's the middle of March, it's spring break here at the college, time to take a break with all of us here in the Kiss Room. I want to start the show with a birthday shout out to my wife, the beautiful Amy Porter, and this heart of mine wants you all the time. You're in the Kiss Room on my co-radio where music and minds meet.
right. You're in the Kiss Room yeah. on Marco Radio, where music and minds meet. Wow, Kiss Room Friday, March 10th here. We had all the seasons of the year today. It was 60 degrees yesterday. It snowed this morning. It's still kind of nice out, so it's like... Uh, but hey, we're shot out of a cannon right here on a Friday. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. I got Bobby Dreyer. Yes, hello there. We just did a really excellent two hours of harem. Yeah. No, like, with uh, Johnny Highland. Which How about uh, a... Interview. Uh, sorry, wait, I had the wrong mic on. Um, no, say that again, right? I said, who listens... Uh, let me say that again. Because I turned my mic on. <laughs> well, I listened to on Bobby Dreyer on harem the last two hours on my ride over interviewing Johnny Highland, who was a really excellent interview and player. Yes, yes, everybody that tunes in on Kiss Room Friday, you can tune in always 1 o'clock for Harem. It's every second Friday of the month. Yeah. Obviously, every Friday, 3 to 5 here on Monaco Radio, we have something different. But, uh, but yeah, and, and the other voice you just heard, Anthony Porter from Clash and Class, from Three Chord Money. Money. My which, brother. Which I know for people that are listening that don't know we're brothers, I might have to identify myself. Yes, this is Anthony speaking because we sound a lot alike. Anything that sounds stupid is probably what I said, and anything that sounds intelligent about Kiss is my brother. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because that's one of the things we always talk about as far as, um, you know, when, when somebody comes in and we say, well, what got you into Kiss and what's your Kiss history and all that? I know yours. <laughs> yep. Now, the funny thing is, one thing I wanted to point out, um, obviously this week there were, the rumors went back up around Gene's talking about how he's going to put out a box set. And he says, uh, ask whether he still derives satisfaction from writing and releasing new music. Simmons demurred, changing the subject to the big old box set in the pipeline. I can tell you I'm working on a box set that is going to put together 150 songs that have never been released, he continued. That, that will be released soon. Okay, and then he says, "But kiss is kiss, and that means the outside stuff winds up on solo albums, or I keep it in a drawer." This year, I plan on releasing "Alter Ego" for a while. It was called "Monster," a box set of unreleased songs, about 150 of them, and you're going to hear some of the outside stuff. Now, what you don't know, for those of you really sharp-eared listeners, that song that we opened with, which I sent out a birthday dedication to my wife. That's sweet, dirty love, but now you're thinking to yourself, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like the version that was on Gene's A-Hole album, right? You're thinking, now that is a Psycho Circus demo. And if you noticed at one point during the solo, because if you were all paying attention, he yells Ace. Although, I, I don't know, I can't really remember Ace playing a slide guitar, so it may or may not be Ace. But then, when he's talking about putting out this big box set, you're thinking to yourself, 150 songs, what could be on it, Right. So now here's the thing. You all know the version that's on the A-Hole album. Now I just played you the other one. Here was the 1976-era version of that same song. Your eyes are burning, and they're burning. 
to look. Does that not make you want to just save up all your money? Ready? And boom. Oh, wait, wait. Are we coming back? Doesn't that make you want to save up all your money? Because look, that's going to come out as a box set. 150 songs. So think about that. You're going to have, who knows what could be on that, right? I think it says a lot for the, Wait, uh, I, gotta, I got no. your wrong mic. Sorry, go. I think it says a lot for uh, Gene as a musician, which I think will be interesting to people. It, I think sometimes Kiss, if you're making a Kiss record per se, you, they have to write in a certain flavor. I think people are going to really be, um, I guess, enlightened. You'd say he'll have other styles. He's a very, I think he's a very gifted musician. I think sometimes people lose the sight of that, especially, you know, on the internet where they battle about what makeup he's wearing but you know what I mean I think he's yeah. he's a super talented musician like he's really the thing what they showed a thing about his um, the solo tour and he's playing with another band but he right. they wrote good songs those songs are all good he can sing and play you put a band there competent people I think the the box that will be fascinating and I know we're going to get later to talk about some of the demos and our fun with demos over the years right but, that is coming uh, up I on the I think that's the thing and, you know, obviously, if you're tuning to the Kiss Room, you love Gene. But you should all remember it. As a musician, the guy's top drawer. Right. Like, he can play. Uh, you know, there he is writing Jelly Roll. But that's probably the demo that he wrote in the car. Well, that was he, what I thought was know. really fun, was that you got to see. That's what I'm really looking forward yeah. to in the box set, is, you know, you see that progress. Now, it's sure. funny, because you and I joke all the time, well, and I'm going to let people in on the inside. You'll write songs that I'll hear you play, <laughs> and you'll have your scrap of paper, and you play it in my garage, and I get to hear it from when you start it, plus you tell me what it's about. Yeah. And I think, to me, what I'm hoping that they do in the box set, and we'll talk about this more once we really get into that part of the show, I hope that he has detailed notes of what, you know, kind of the genesis of the song. I want to know who played on the song. You know, when, when uh, the a box set came out in 2001 with all those songs, you know, J.R. played drums on a lot of those songs, J.R. Smalling on a lot of the demos. And it wasn't really even known. You know what I mean? So, like, I hope that it has a very extensive booklet. Kiss always had You're the right. best come booklets. With a book, it's a come it needs with a, real a book, book with all that info. Like, who played on that when he yelled or Ace? A lawyer. Well, that's the thing. When he yelled Ace on that one track, was Ace playing on that track? I mean, and it's funny because, like, that song that we just played, the reason why I like that playing that was because it shows you that's 1976. Think about that as well, was the technology for recording at the time. You know, now everybody can have a studio in their house that can do multiple tracks. That was probably recorded on a four track yeah. with a cassette. Yeah. You know? So I think that's what I'm really looking forward to. Well, Matt, to. the other thing you got to go back to, if you, you know, a little bit off, but you got to think, remember when the Beatles did yesterday when Paul McCartney, it was scrambled eggs. So he right. could be sitting there going, maybe he was driving down and wanted to get a jelly roll. It would be <laughs> fascinating to have an accompanying booklet with the evolution of songs right. because. You know, anytime someone lets you into their process, now, it's not all Shakespeare, but they're all good songs, you know? Well, you know, I think that would be really fun if every, let's say he puts out a box set with 150 songs, right? Now, granted, there'll be the regular version for everybody, but then there'll be one that's in the shape of a demon boot that'll have extra yeah, stuff, yeah. and there'll be one the size of a guitar case, isn't it? But if, let's say every week, now with the age of social media, if he were to put out a post every week that would just explain one song at a time, man, we'd all watch just sit down there and play the song and say, well, I wrote this, I was on tour, this and that. I love those yeah. stories. I love that kind of stuff. So it's like, I'm really excited about that. So I think that's been that this week, the idea that there, there seemed to be a lot of things coming out this week that made me really excited about Kiss in 2017. Well, he could do a tour where he, like he could do a one-man tour, sit there and play a little bit of the song and talk, 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 and people would hang on to it. 
Gene is going to be out doing the Wizard World and and solo shows. Peter's going to be there. There's just this just came out on PeterChris.net yesterday. I want to thank Ralph Asbury. He sent me this. Just announced June 9th, 10th, and 11th is going to be a New York Kiss Expo. Now, to be clear, it's not the same people putting it on that did the New Jersey Kiss Expo where we had a blast broadcasting live. That was probably one of the most fun experiences that I've had with the Kiss Room was meeting everybody and broadcasting live. It was phenomenal. So it's a different group, but it's the group that did the L.A. Kiss Expo. Now, granted, last month... We had Greg Muse on here telling us about all his fun with the LA Kiss Expo that he had. Great interview. Thanks, Greg, for calling in last month. I got to start saving some money. One of the things, it's it's uh, on June 11th, it's the Peter Chris New York Landmark Tour. You're going to get to tour the sites with new, of New York with Peter Chris. And there's a picture. Yeah, cool I'm wondering how great if you could stand on the Dress to Kill corner with Peter Chris. You know what I mean? I mean, that's <laughs> worth the money right there. Like, take my money. I got to start saving some money. But the, uh, and with that in mind, speaking of saving money, I have to, I have to do a uh, kind of a promotion here. Is, um, this is important, and I want you all to kind of uh, pay attention to this. On Saturday, August 26th, now some of you may know what's going on. This is kind of breaking news as well. The Rock and Pod Expo. Ready? Rock and Pod Expo. Yes, it's going to be awesome. It's at the Millennium Hall in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, this is an event organized by Chris Zinzak from the Decibel Geek Podcast and BJ Cramp from the Rock and or Roll Podcast. And that's, is this Rock and or Roll? The, uh, it's basically going to be like an expo where we're all going to be there. And it's going to be, like right off the bat, look, Ken Mills and Gary Schaller. I want to know what it's going to cost for the meet and greet with Ken Mills because uh, I want to go just for that. But you're going to have, essentially, it's going to be all podcasters with vendors and merchandise. So it's a record show. But think about this. Already the list of people that, that have kind of tentatively signed up. So obviously you got Decibel Geek. you got the Rock and, Roll, Rock and or Roll podcast. you got Podkist. You got Joe Polo, Jody Havnot, and D Rock from Podcast Rock City. Right there. Yeah. What you got, D Rock? Yo. You got Eric Miller and Craig Smith from Pods and Sods. You got Ian and Ralph from Rock and Metal Combat. Now, Rock and Metal Combat, those fans, boy, they jumped on the GoFundMe site instantly and really put their money. And you can tell by the tag where it says, you know, they put RMCP or whatever, Rock and Metal Combat. I'll tell you, their fans were all over it. History Science Theater might even be there. Des, Adam Lee, if they can get down here from Canada, I don't know. Wow. You know, that would be phenomenal. But then you had like Rock and Roll Geek Show, Rock Solid, Classic Metal Show, The Double Stop, The Hustle, Kiss My Wax, which Kiss My Wax, imagine that. Those guys just debuted that I video. Jason Herndon, Andrew Scambati, Byron Salzano. I've been saying his name wrong all this time. But I'll tell you, they debuted that iVideo. You never thought you'd see it. Talk about bootlegs coming out there. Podcast went through the roof because they showed. We thought we'd never see it. Who thought? It almost ended up in a fire, but they played it. It was amazing. Kudos to you guys. I'll tell you, that was phenomenal. They're, they're scheduled to be there. Zilch a Monkeys podcast. Cheap Talk with Ch- Trick Chat. So there'll be a whole Ken Mills army, of course. Cobras and Fire. Talk to me. Rock Strikes 10. That dandy classic music hour, Ages of Rock, and maybe even more. So uh, we're all planning that. So really the bottom line is 
There's going to be vinyl. There's going to be memorabilia vendors. There's going to be Q&A. They're trying to get celebrities to come in, which I don't have any confirmation, so I'm not going to say any names. And here's A celebrity about, like the Matt Porter or the <laughs> You know what? Room? Look, I really want to go. And, and it's funny because I really want – I really just kind of want to meet everybody. I mean, I'll tell you it was funny. Last summer, I guess it was – yeah, I guess it was last summer or two summers ago now, Joe Polo came up here. And he was actually here in the Kiss Room. And it's crazy because he got a guy you've been listening to for years who seems like you feel like you're his friend forever. We all just want to meet the great Ken Mills in real life. And he's life. sitting there. And that's the thing. I want to meet <laughs> yeah, Ken. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And it's like I've been talking to Ken for so many years online. And then and I feel like he's part of the family. And, I think, and I've never actually met him. So, so everybody mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th. If you're around that area, great. If you want to go to that area, even better. And here's the thing. Look, everybody's got you know their thing that's going on. And uh, if you go to GoFundMe.com slash Rock and Pod Expo, you know every little bit helps. I mean, look, the donations make it happen. You know, you always hear, oh, if only there was an expo around here, or how come this stuff doesn't happen in my area? Somebody has to pay for all this stuff. It's not like these expos just happen in a vacuum. You know what I mean? They all cost money. You got to book a venue. There's all kind of play things that, you know, there's money. It takes money to make it happen. So we're looking if people want to support it, they can put money into it. Obviously, look, all the podcasts are essentially free. We give all these podcasts away, but to make an event happen, you know, you have to, you know, you have to look to make some some of that money back. I mean, like look, we had a Kiss tribute band here. With three special guests that you're gonna, it was Kiss Expo quality stuff that we did right here at Monco, and you always hear people say, "Oh, if only there was a Philadelphia Kiss Expo." Well, guess what? If you didn't buy a ticket and come here, what are you waiting for? That's called belly aching. <laughs> so here's the here's the bottom line, right? It's called belly aching. I know everybody has their thing that's going on, and I, and I even got a message. And it's like, oh, I don't, I, I'm not mad at you personally, but everybody's uh, donating to your thing, and they're not donating to my friend. And how does that look to me? And blah blah blah. Look, all we're saying, it's like it could be five bucks. It's like bringing, it's like I'm having a party. Bring a bag of chips. Bring the red solo cups. You know what I mean? Uh, that's all we're saying. And so, really, first of all, it's gonna be the party. It's gonna end the summer. August 26th, Nashville, Tennessee. I've never been to Nashville, Tennessee. Bob is a frequent it's flyer. Amazing. So we're gonna get to go there. And look, that's I'm gonna. I started the show with it because obviously it's been on my mind, you know. And but I think it's one of those things where we talk about things that we can have all the most fun with. That's gonna be a blast. So I really, you know, we had such a good time broadcasting live. And what I want to do is broadcast live from there, back onto Monco Radio. So even if you're not around, you can listen. But if you can be there, hey, look, it's going to be a great fun. Whether we're going to get there on a plane, whether we're going to drive, I don't know. I haven't figured that far out yet. I don't plan that far in advance. I'm not that smart. But the, uh, you know, really, I think it's going to be a blast. So, so we're looking forward to that. So everybody, uh, if you stay tuned to the uh, the Kiss Room Facebook page, obviously I'm going to post information about that. And uh, but like I said, if you go to GoFundMe.com/rock, the letter N, Pod Expo. You can find out all the information that you need. So, uh, you know, so that's what's going on. So we talked about the expo. We talked about the box set. We're going to actually talk a lot more about demos and box sets later in the show. Um, now, look, 
The Kiss Room house band's coming. Apparently, they did open the, the bridge so that Steve Campagna can get here. We're expecting him to get here. <laughs> we want to send a shout-out to Mike Natalini. Mike Natalini from Rough House. All of you know Rough House. Um, from, you know, they had an album out a bunch of years ago. Fantastic band. They have a gig tomorrow night. Was going to come down, and he got it, slid his car off the road. It was snowing here this morning, and he says, man, I totaled my car. Crazy. So shout out to you, Mike. I'm sorry we couldn't get you, but you always have an invite here. What's their, their gig Their tomorrow? gig is at uh, The Block, which is Harris, Philadelphia. The Block, the casino. You can look it up on TeaseRoughHouse.com, Facebook, TeaseRoughHouse. But, yeah, it's at The Block, which is a real nice place, a bunch of bands. And they're great. You know, Rough House is such a great band. We know it with that in mind. It is the Kiss Room, but why don't we listen to a little bit of Rough House? We'll send this out to Mike Natalini and everybody going to the yeah. show tomorrow. Rough House here on the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right. You're in the kiss room. We want to send that out to Mike Natalini. Hopefully he's okay. He rolled his car out a little bit into the snow today, and we hate the snow unless it's kiss confetti. We hate the snow. So uh, <laughs> so they're playing Saturday night at the, the block, Philadelphia at Harris. Go see them. They're great. I've seen them a million times. Such, such a great band. Philadelphia. There's not. It's not I, the one in Chester. I'll, go on. Go on the Rough House Facebook and get all the information because I don't want to give you the wrong information. Yeah, let me have a yeah, so got to be the social yeah. media guy. I'm now, not. I'm not the king of internet. The funny thing is, you know, think about how many times you saw Rough House or Tease at the Empire. Yeah. Right? And it was yeah. funny because uh, I don't know whoever. If you listen to Monaco Radio during the day, you heard DJ D Cooks took over quite a bit of the show. Today was his 21st birthday. And man, 21st birthday for me, that's way in the rearview mirror. But I thought to myself, that first legal beer, you always remember where you were when you had your first legal beer. And I always remember that was that pizza joint right outside the Empire was my first legal beer a million years ago. But I always think of Tees and Rough House when I think Empire and, and that time. But uh, now one let's the, see. One of the best bands ever to come out of this area. Absolutely. I love, love that. Yeah, what Famous, a great record. You know, certainly, you know. You're, Amazing. Here's where it is. So sorry to interrupt you, Matt. It's uh, right on uh, Street Road there. That's uh, the Harris Casino now. That's parked. Changed. Get out. Oh, sorry, ah, Harris. Wow. Harris, Philadelphia. Now who's on the phone? So go Andy see Andy Burton. Candy, how, how are you? Doing? Well, I want candy. <laughs> candy, how are you? Every damn time I cannot escape that song. How you guys doing? Hey, candy! I want some candy. <laughs> Isn't it nice that this that the song goes? I want candy, though. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how it goes. <laughs> Something like that. It's Easter. Woo! Well, I get it. <laughs> so what's happening? Candy. <laughs> oh, yeah, quick play, player theme music, ready? Kiss Room House Band just rolled in the door, too. So that was... Uh, that song should have been called Candy. <laughs> you know, there's Life Goal. We need to get Paul Stanley to record that uh, with your name. Although we could get the Kiss Room House Band to do the full version. Absolutely. So it's... Uh, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> so what's happening? Well, it's uh, it's been a year almost to the day, actually, uh, that my column has been released. And a year to the day that I called into the Kiss Room to uh, to advertise it. So... Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so I'm really, really excited. We've had some really great uh, articles come out, and certainly a highlight for me was uh, was the interview that I did with Mr. Gil Garcia, who I'm sure you guys are familiar with. Uh, that was definitely a big hit, and I really, really enjoyed doing that. Um, the next article that's coming out is uh, going to be released on March the 18th, uh, the topic of discussion on that was uh, Kiss and feature films. Now, that's not, uh, you know, Gene Simmons uh, and his solo performances in Trick or Treat and, you know, movies like um, Wanted Dead or Alive. We're talking Kiss Meets the Phantom, um, Detroit Rock City, and also uh, Kiss Meets Scooby-Doo. Now, I was kind of a late comer to that Scooby-Doo party. I actually just saw that movie about a month ago and that's what inspired me to uh to write this particular article um i really i really enjoyed that what what you guys think about that movie because i never got to talk to you guys about that before Kiss and scooby doo was fantastic yeah. yeah i mean it's like you know you figure in a lot of ways i think it's you know people talk about kiss 2.0 or this or the other i think we're gonna get a lot of kiss animated movies in the future because they can make it whoever they want you know, and you can you can record all the parts in your pajamas, and uh, they can look like they're about twenty years old forever. And, and I love, you know, I think they they should do more. You know, why not? 
you know, I think in a lot of ways when you think about the Marvel comic, you know, and you go, it really was. Now, look, to a 10-year-old kid, Kiss was superheroes. And I didn't know all the references of what they were talking about, but, I mean, it was they were superheroes. And you had this unbelievable, you know, kind of meeting of the minds where it was, I love comic books, I love Kiss, so when it was together, so that idea mm-hmm. of Kiss as superheroes just seems so natural. And I think, uh, you know, Kiss cartoon movies would be great. Yeah, and uh, I, I thought I thought that movie was absolutely spectacular, and and you'll see in um, in that article when it's released. Uh, my opinion on that is like each movie gets better and better, and I was absolutely amazed by uh, by the Kiss Meets Scooby Doo movie. Now, quick quick side story on that um, since we're on this subject. Um, I actually just saw my boys from Destroyer. They did a show in Toronto this past summer at um, at an amusement park. And, uh, you know, when you talk about new fans being introduced to KISS, I was really, I was lucky to have met some really young fans at that concert. And there were two little girls, actually, that showed up. I forget their names. Uh, They're probably about, I would say, seven or eight. They actually discovered KISS through that Scooby-Doo movie. And they were there. It was, it, was, it, was quite a, it was quite a sight to see, but they were there at that Destroyer show. And they were fist-pumping, and uh, they were all over Ian. They absolutely loved Ian. Well, that's, <laughs> I, I think a lot of it, that is part of it, though, is the fact that a kid who doesn't even necessarily know what sweet pain or anything like that means yet can watch the Scooby-Doo movie. And it's the same way like when, you know, when we were young kids, they were superheroes. They weren't guys. Now, granted, now they're even farther from being real guys because they're cartoon characters. So it's really, you know, I think it really is something that if, really, if Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park had been like the mega, if it had been Star Wars success, right? We would have had a ton of mm-hmm. Kiss movies with them as superheroes. There's no doubt about it. Of course, oh, you know, we sure. all know how that ended. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of kids, they dig that. And like, you know, it's funny. A lot of the kids we saw at the New Jersey Kiss Expo, same way, young kids that know them as superheroes from scooby-doo oh yeah absolutely you know and uh, and still to this day i mean when kiss when kiss started coming out with those comic books like you said and then of course uh you know kiss meets the phantom they were made out to be these larger than life characters and to this day they still are and i think uh the filmmakers who uh who put scooby-doo and kiss together they did a phenomenal job and and uh you know it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a childish thing that they did. It wasn't. I think it was really well done. The story was was really well put together, and and of course all those awesome kiss references. I couldn't stop laughing throughout the film. Like you guys, you guys have seen it, obviously. So like Delilah Domino, you know, Shandy Strutter, and then the Destroyer. Like that was absolutely awesome. I I really enjoyed it. You I know, absolutely. All those references, all the really inside, even an Anton Fig reference. I mean, they were really digging deep. You know, we could do a whole uh, a whole show on that. Now, where can people find your column? Tell everybody where it's at. So you can find the column if you go to rockersunited.net um, and go to the homepage. My picture is on the top left. You can't miss it. Um, you can also go to facebook.com slash column or facebook.com slash rockersunited. Now, um, to celebrate, because my column has been out for a year now, uh, anyone who's listening right now, pay close attention to this. And you guys live in the KISS room right now are welcome to do this as well. Um, Since the column has been out for a year, I wanted to give the KISS Army an opportunity to pick my next topic for the article. Now, what you're going to have to do for that 
is you're going to have to inbox me. First of all, like the page, like the Wall of Sound column page, and you're going to have to inbox me the answer, just a single word answer to this question. The title of my column, Wall of Sound, is a song. What album does that song appear on? Inbox me with the answer, and the first person to do so will get to pick the next topic of my article. So if you're listening live, obviously a lot of you that are tuned in right now, you're going to get hit with a million emails right now because everybody knows the answer. That's an easy one. That would be KISS 101. That's I'm not going really to say easy. it, but you know, if you're listening, so now what email do they need to send it to? Just inbox me on Facebook. So find you on Facebook, okay? And then, in fact, why don't you post in the in the Kiss Room group right now? So for those of you listening live and playing around in the Facebook group, put up a, po- a post, with, and that way everybody can see it and just go, boom. Perfect. Boom. Yeah. Can de- boom. Sonic. Boom. So to speak. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Boom. 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 <laughs> I said boom. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we got the Kiss Room house band in here, and they and you, re- you requested See You Tonight. Is there a reason why you picked that? I don't know. I've, I've been listening to that song a lot lately, um, and I actually just recently discovered that that song is on Gene's solo album. I did not know that. I honestly did not know that. And I really like the original version, but the acoustic version that they did on MTV Unplugged, that really... I really like that version. Um, and, you know, since you guys are in there, I thought maybe you guys could treat me to a little uh, <laughs> see you tonight. And I, I love it. Look I at that. You're it. the new member of the Kiss Room House Band. So, Candy, hey. thanks for calling. We'll talk to you soon. We're going to have them play you out here with a little bit of see you tonight. Thanks, Candy. Sure. Uh, before oh. you guys. Oh, wait, wait. I had that transition down. <laughs> Ready? Try to go ahead. Wait, no, tell us what you I just wanted to. I just wanted to give one quick shout-out, though, before I go. Um, um, as I mentioned earlier, my boys from Destroyer, uh, they have a show happening in uh, Windsor at a place called Good Time Charlie, which is literally right across the border from Detroit Rock City. So all you guys listening in Detroit Rock City, if you're not there, I will come and find you, and I will be at your doorstep <laughs> with my whip. So. Yeah, but now uh, they want and, that, though. See, see, it's, you know. Well, you know what? It's do it either way. <laughs> Um, there you go. And shout out and shout out to Mo. It's his birthday in a couple of days, so this will be a birthday bash for him. Cool. So, so thank you guys. Thanks, Candy. Here's your song right now in the kiss room. Ready? Thank you. All right, see ya.
Kiss Room House Band in the house. Obviously, we got Steve Campagna. I made it. Fran Galanti. And with him today, Jim Zagel. Jim, how are you? Yeah, on the base. And I know your wife said she's listening, so that's nice. Now, look, obviously, while we were getting that lined up, I got a caller on the line. This is Mike Morrow from Kiss Room. Mike, how are you? Hey, thanks for having me. Cool. Well, you know what? You guys have a gig coming up. Give us some of the info. So, yeah, March 25th, uh, uh, Kissam has a big show in Golden, Colorado. For all you East Coast guys, that's uh, where Coors Light is made. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it'd be a big show. Uh, you know, when you do tributes, we have uh, uh, Allison Chains tribute band. I think there's another tribute band on the bill. So it's going to be a great show. Uh, that's March 25th. And then um, and two weeks later, we have a show in Greeley at the Moxie Theater. So March 25th, that's at a place called the Buffalo Rose. Is that? Yes. I'm go. sorry if I didn't say that. The Buffalo Rose. Yeah. I just like that name. I just wanted to say it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty historic. A lot of the bands that uh, come through, uh, a lot of the you know the 80s and 90s bands that you know are coming through, like Great White. It could be Dawkins, Slaughter. That you know that's that's the joint they hit when they come through Colorado. Cool. And so obviously that's we are talking to you. You're from Colorado's Kiss tribute band, Kissem. Yes. So tell us, how did you, how did you get the, the uh, band started? Well, you know, I think a lot of tribute bands, this is probably true, it probably all started out as a Halloween gig, you know, like, hey, let's do, you know, a Kiss tribute show. And, you know, we did that uh, a couple times, but then if you don't get the right players, it, it's just not as fun. But once you connect with the right players, and you're like, you know, man, this sounds incredible, um, that's how the band gets going. So we've been doing it for a few years. We don't play... You know, a lot of bands uh, play a lot. We, we probably do about six to eight shows a year, um, and we make them uh, we make them special. We bring a great production, and uh, you know, we we just go all out. And I mean, how do you, what era do you focus on? I mean, is there a specific era? I know you do the makeup, right? We do the makeup and all that, and we're basically kind of doing the '75 style, you know, costumes. You know, these two shows coming up are focused on the '70s show, and. Um, you know, only 70s albums. And so we'll be doing a lot of, you know, what people want to hear. They want to hear Detroit Rock City. They want to hear Love Gun, uh, Deuce, and that's great. Uh, but we're also doing King of the Nighttime World, um, Strange Ways. There's a lot of great deep cuts uh, from those albums. And so that's what we're focusing on these two shows. But, you know, when we get these two shows out of the way, I, I love to do like a special show where we focus on 80s and 90s material and you know, something like that would have to be promoted probably differently uh, for the hardcore fan. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's got to be the toughest thing. And I think Kiss is even finding the same thing. The Look at the current set list, and it's very much kind of the same. You know, they're trying to appeal to a wide audience, but yet you have the hardcore fans that go, okay, we've heard yeah. all these songs. So, I mean, when you're, th- when you're thinking of your set list, I mean, how do you go through that? It's tough because, I, you know, when you're in a tribute band, you really do feel for Kiss. They're like, okay, well, if we're going to add this song, I guess we're going to cut out Come On and Love Me, which is a lot of fun to play. I mean, we've done that song, get to the first of the break, and let the crowd sing it, and you're like, holy crap, they all, everybody's singing this song. What a great song. So you don't want to pull it out of the set. Right. But they're like, okay, so are we going to pull Do You Love Me out? Well, not really. Um, you know, so it's tough. It's really tough, and you see what they have to go through in, in choosing songs. I think Firehouse is a great example of a song that once we picked it up, we haven't put it down. And uh, every time we come to add a song, we're like, well, which one's coming out? <laughs> Does your gene breathe fire? Yes. 
Now, if you want, give a shout-out to everybody in your band, too. This is as good a time as any. If he's going to set himself on fire, we got to know everybody in the band. Yeah, we got Jeff Sakura as our demon. And, uh, and you know, I think you have to be a little off-kilter to play the demon, and, and he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely. Uh, Craig Jans is, uh, I think, the most quintessential Ace Fraley I've ever heard. I've never heard a better guy nail those licks they are spot on amazing and greg cook on the drums uh doing the cat man phenomenal drummer and uh we you know we take a lot of pride in creating the timber vocally and uh and getting the licks right you know when you do a tribute band it's you know i think a lot of the guys that do the tribute band would probably agree that we're almost put on another level you know if you're doing a van halen or uh ACDC tribute, there's it, not a lot of, uh, you know, people want to see Angus in his, in his hat and his schoolboy thing, but you know, that's about it. You know, you can, you don't really have to do a whole lot, but if you're a Kiss tribute band, man, you have to get that image in, and that's something we're always working on and uh, to improve. But I tell you what, what we got in spades, I believe, is musically, I think, you know, we're bringing it. And I think we bring a really good aspect uh, to the live show. I mean, I, it's not scripted. You know, I, I've watched Paul enough over, you know, 25 years uh, to understand, you know, how to vibe a show out. And uh, so I think when you're at a, one of our shows, at a Kiss'em show, I think you, you feel like you're at a Kiss show. You know, and I would think, arguably, you have the toughest job trying to be Paul Stanley. I mean, as far as vocals and, and the stage raps and that's probably right. the toughest spot. I mean, what do you think is the most challenging part for you personally? Seven-inch heels. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if, if I didn't have those platforms, I could move around more. And I think, again, <laughs> uh, other guys that are, that are doing the tribute thing, they're like, oh, yeah. I mean, because um, knock on wood, I haven't fallen over yet. But There you go. You know, but guys have. I mean, it's, you know, you're in seven-inch heels. you got to be, you got to think about that. So you got your moves have to be kind of thought out. Uh, but, you know, as far as doing the part, singing, um, not, you know, that's all natural. I mean, think if you're a fan, a lot of that stuff just comes natural and it, it's the joy of the moment of doing it. Absolutely. And I mean, obviously we love the whole kiss culture, kiss tribute bands, everything like that. But really the main question, how did you discover kiss? Uh, well, for me, I was probably nine and my brother had, uh, kiss alive Two on eight track tape. There you go. So th- those four pictures, and of course it's an eight-track tape, so there was no gatefold. I didn't even see that till later, but um, that uh, that blew me away. And uh, then the solo albums came out, and then their first album, Dynasty, which was also the first tour. So it was all huge to me, and uh, and I was a fan from then on. And of course, rediscovered. You know, I had Destroyer uh, pretty quickly after that. Rock and roll over. You know, definitely. Probably my favorite album is Rock and Roll Over. And uh, just was a fan since then. You know, I think that's the fun thing, especially when you have the chance as a kid to be a fan, and obviously in the 70s to be a fan, and then you're getting the chance to actually play them on stage. And I think anybody who's ever put the makeup on, it does give you a certain kind of you know, uh, an insight into what it might be like. Because, you know, you think even if you're doing just Halloween makeup, you're still taking the time to make sure that the makeup looks right. And then you have to learn all the parts. And I think that really is one of the really special things about tribute bands is getting the sense to actually kind of be Kiss. Right. You know, um, 
Yeah, a couple thoughts on that real quick is one is like the makeup. You know, when we first did it, there was tricks we didn't learn. Uh, powder is your friend, man. Powder <laughs> is so important. Uh, but, you know, when we, we've been a, a different drummer in, in the era of our band, and one thing I had to explain to him is like, yeah, you need to know the material inside out because when you're doing the show, I mean, that has to be secondary because there's so much of being in costume, playing the character, um, again, not falling over, making it all look natural that the music really should be second nature, that you're not even thinking about, you know, position on the neck or any of that stuff. Absolutely. So Kiss'em got two shows coming up, Saturday, March 25th and April 8th. Both are going to be coming up. Where should people go for all the info? Um, I know there's a holdmyticket.com, I believe, uh, that you can find. But I know if you go to the buffalorose.com, you can get uh, tickets from their website. I know the moxietheater.com. They uh, also have a, a buy site there as well. Fantastic. So Kissim holding down the Kiss tribute area in Colorado. And I think we're going to go out now with one of your songs. What are we going to hear? Uh, whatever you want to play, man. It's all good <laughs> stuff. I always think it's good to play uh, live cuts because, you know, I think uh, while we can all do studio stuff, I think live captures that vibe. And that's what we all love about Kiss. Cool. Well, tell you what, Mike, thanks for calling. You're in the Kiss Room. You're on Mako Radio where music and minds meet. That's right. We have Mike from Kissam, Colorado. I want to fade this out. I think I'm having problems with the playback on that. Awesome. Now, look, joining us, we weren't sure you're going to make it. Mike Natalini, welcome to the Kiss Room. Fantastic. You know. Well, look, better late than never, right? And you got your Peter Chris shirt on and everything. Fantastic. 
Now, look, what we were talking about, we talked about earlier. Where is the gig, gig tomorrow? Uh, the uh, Rough House gig is tomorrow night at Harris Casino in Chester. Doors open at 8 o'clock. Uh, we have Dog Bite Money, a, local, a great local cover band, and then another band from Philly called Far Cry. And then uh, we're going to hit the stage probably about 10, 15, uh, doing a 90-minute show. Fantastic. Awesome. Thanks, man. So now here's the funny thing. One of the things we talked about right at the start of um, the Kiss Room, we talked about Gene was talking about putting out a box set of all kind of demos and all this and that and the other. And the one thing I was going to ask you, do you think there will be a time when we'll get new tease music? Like you're still playing and everybody's still active. I know Weekly has his own thing. I mean, what do you think? Well, we all have our own things going. But yeah, I mean, I, we were it's funny. We were talking about this at rehearsal the other night. We do have a lot of um, recorded stuff. We were in uh, we were in Cajun after Rex and uh, Greg had left the group uh, when we got Miles and Rob. So we went into Cajun and we recorded some some killer stuff, man. And we used to play it out, but of course we never had a chance to uh, put it out on anything. So uh, yeah, man, it, it could be in the works. So a, a rough house box set, absolutely. That'd <laughs> absolutely, be killer, wouldn't right? it? <laughs> That's awesome. So look, everybody can go to that. Obviously, uh, what's the website? Everybody can go find all their info. I think it's uh, www.eventbrite.com for tickets. And if you put in the code, uh, all caps, R-O-U-G-H, you'll get a discount on the tickets. Uh, I think they're 15 ahead of time, 20 at the door. That's awesome. That sounds fantastic. Rough House. Now, you can still play Rough House Tees, but it's really just Rough House. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. you, you know, you remember me with yes. the whole name change and that. You know, <laughs> people still consider us, call us Tees. So we kind of, we want to make sure everybody knows who it is that's playing. So we use anybody's both names. Confused. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, look, I'm going to take a second. I'm going to send some shout-outs to everybody because we had a lot of people that shared the link that uh, were kind enough to share the link. Joe Sambelli out in Detroit Rock City. Candy Burton, who we talked to earlier. Chris Ann Colvin, we hope you feel better. Eileen Pompey, Shane Hebert, David Cathy, Mikhail Burel, Bob McMichael, Javier Boaster. And Javier is going to actually send us some stuff. We're going to do some giveaways. Um, we're gonna, uh, I'm going to talk about that next month. Joey Smith, nice to see you, pal. Greg Johnson, Chris Simcoe, Mike Simcoe, Steve Wright, Joe Laskin. Chris Goh actually was the winner in Candy's contest that she already announced, and he already was the winner because he's listening live. Jim Zagel, Diana Zagel, you both shared the link. I appreciate yeah. that. Diana nice. said she's living nice. listening nice. up in Pennsburg, and uh, we appreciate that. Jason Gallinger from Kiss Jakara Facebook group, one of, like probably the best Facebook group. We love that. He shared the link. Jerry Gellaff from Bad Cop, Bad Cop Podcast. You should all listen to the Bad Cop, Bad Cop Podcast. Chris Hartman from Almost Human. Cringe, let me at that, who was actually the one who hooked me up with Mike Morrow to call in today. Um, thanks for that. Kiss Army Colorado Facebook group. Arlette Raskow, Darren Burris says it's Kiss Room time again. Frank McFadden listening up in Pennsburg. He's a friend of yours, Jim, right? Yeah. Jerry Lee Watkins, Tony Mann up in NYC, Al Balick, Brian Speck, Mikhail Burel, Steve Javorski out in Pittsburgh, my friend Bob Brodsky, of course, Greg Muse, Brian Feldman, John Phillips, Kat Mara in sunny Florida sharing that out, Pods and Sods Network, Chris Zinzak from Decibel Geek, Trevor McDougal, and I want to send a shout-out, Joe Polo, Jody Havnot, and D-Rock from Podcast Rock City. They're on every week. They gave me a nice shout-out, and they're always the best. Can't wait to meet them at the Pod and Rock and Pod Expo. Julian Gill and the guys at the Kiss Fact. Uh, KissAsylum.com shares it every month. The link, and I really do appreciate that. Shout out to Christine, the button queen. Of course, shared it out. 
the great Ken Mills and Gary Scheller from the podcast, and of course the wonderful Amy Porter. Now you you look like you're going to play a song. Ready? We're going to jump. Christine Ready and go. A little bit. We got Frank Galati, Steve Companion, Jim Zagel, and Mike Natalini on the tambourine. Who else is nerding out that Mike Natalini's playing the tambourine? It's pretty great. I, I gotta admit. Of course, the button queen. That's the best. Love that. And, you know, if anybody, obviously, uh, one of the things we talked about, the pot, the Rock and Pot Expo, we talked about how you can contribute. And I know that they set up somewhere, if you, it was 10 bucks, you get a Kiss Room button and a podcast button, all the most fun. So you can contact Christine, the button queen. If you're just tuning in, go back and listen to the start. I did a whole wrap on the uh, Rock and Pod Expo. So it's, uh, we have all kind of fun things going on with that. Um, so yeah, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk more about demos in the four o'clock hour. We're gonna have some music from the Kiss Room House Band. We got all kind of things planned out. Um, but obviously, uh, you know, we're having almost fun. We're shout out to Ken. We're so glad you could be here. Yeah, I'm yeah, kind of geeking out that you could play, you know, tambourine <laughs> along with the Kiss Room House Band. Now, Jim, did they throw that at you? I don't think Kiss Room Kiss. Christy and the Button Queen was one that you practiced, was it? Oh, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> no parts of it, but, you know, deep, uh, deep rehearsals. One thing I want to talk about real quick before we go into our um, 4 o'clock break, and we're going to just take a couple minutes on this. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. But I really want to thank everybody who tunes in every month, and I really want to thank everybody who posts in the Facebook group, because I really want to thank everybody who is still a positive Kiss fan, okay? Yeah. Now, look, I was going to do a whole rap on this because I get these people, and they come into the, the Facebook group, and then they, they bitch about stuff. And I always think to myself, like, first of all, look, when we hit May, the Kiss Room itself show, the Kiss Room will be five years old. So now if you haven't figured out... Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, I think you already get this. If you're listening, if you're tuned in and you get this, but if you're the people that come in the group, you know, they think, hey, look, here's a cool group. I should join it. As soon as they post, like, this current Kiss is a tribute band, I just can't stand it. And I just, it makes me kind of crazy. So then, you know, you end up sitting there, kind of end up, like, you know, you tell them, hey, look, we celebrate all eras. But then eventually, all you can do is. You have, to, you have to get rid of them, okay? Now, look, and it's funny because I, there was this guy last month, and he's on there not, and he's calling me nasty names, and he's sending me, this is the funniest part, sends me a thing about how I should get a life and I'm a loser, but then blocks me. Because oh. that's how f- strong a conviction he has to his point of view. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, what did you call it? it was a, uh, it's, well, it's the, equivalent, it's the equivalent of the walking out going, I told you, and then saying, what I said <laughs> when I told them off. It's cowardly. It's, it's cowardly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's uh, internet, internet whims. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and that's well, the thing. Look, everybody, everybody always says this. is really, look, you can like whatever you like. You know, your favorite version of Kiss might be with Anton Fig. It might be, you know, with, with Bob Kulik. I don't, it's whatever you like is great. 
But when you're on these groups, I think it's mostly like social media is what drives me crazy. Like you figure you can connect with anybody on the planet. Why would you connect with people on the planet and then hate on what they like? Mm -hmm. Like clearly if you're in the Kiss room, clearly we're Kiss fans still. Mm -hmm. Maybe you liked it 20 years ago. Maybe you liked it 30 years ago. If you don't like it anymore, find something else. Or otherwise, it always you know ends with... (laughs) (laughs) So look, I, I think I'm talking to anybody that's actually listening. I think you get it. I mean, obviously, anybody who's an hour into the Kiss Room, who's been with us on the Kiss Room, you know where I stand. It's a party, okay? We're only having the most fun. That's really what it's all about. And when it comes down to it, obviously, what we're talking about is the fact that, you know, we're having a good time with it. We get together once a month. It's two hours. We have all the most fun. It's like a party. I got all these cool people here. It is like a party. So when you're on social media, like even people that follow the official Kiss page, and then they write nasty comments. You go, dude, you got nothing better to do. <laughs> it's like, you know, go follow Justin Bieber. He could use fans. But, yeah. like, you know, it's like, <laughs> I like this and that. And you must be a stupid idiot if you don't. Well, you know, any band that's been along, around that long, even if they have all original members, in a way they're a tribute band because it's a tribute to the legacy they created. And all wow, the well said. Nice. Well said. Wow. Nice. That is yeah. wow. If Benjamin Franklin oh said that, it would be on money. Right? Holy no, cow. Somebody, somebody take a, a serious photo of Fran and make a meme wow. with that. Like yeah, black and white. That's great. Really <laughs> and I think really that's the point. Is like, look, now think about it. And I think everybody in here, we're all, you know, we were all fans from the 70s. Mm-hmm. But you remember when Eric Carr, the, the debut of Eric Carr was on Kids or People too. <laughs> now look, Kids Are People 2 was probably as far from rock and roll as you can imagine. You know what I mean? Like, you know, here you have the, this dangerous band in 1974. By, by the time they're on Kids Are People 2, they're probably thinking they're not so dangerous. Now granted, at that time, I remember staying home from Sunday school to watch that. And I, here was the thing, I had to get to church. Mom said, you got to do one or the other. You got to go to church, you got to go to Sunday school. I'm going to play, it's going to be close, but I'm going to watch it and then run down the street, you know, to go to go to church. But had to see that. But now look, there was people at the time that, that you might have bailed out. But look, what was the difference? That it wasn't an original group, right? There was a different guy. But I loved that. I've loved every era. I think there's always something fun. When we saw him in September, a lot of times we went to see him at the Allentown Fairgrounds. It was a blast, right? And even like when Candy was talking about it earlier, and you know, some kids look, if you're a KISS fan that only knows them via Scooby Doo, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with that. But it's when people get on especially I think it look it really I probably should take my own advice and, and exit Facebook a, a little bit more often. But when these people want to fight with you and you say to them, Hey, look, don't post that stuff, and then they want to argue, and then you delete their stupid post, and then they they start with the personal messages. Come on. Yeah. I actually, I, no, I, along the same lines, we were in Atlantic City the other week, and uh, Bruce Kulick plays in Grand Funk. Right. So he was playing on the, they played about two weeks ago in Atlantic City. I just wonder if he gets any gruff from, well, you're certainly not the original member of Grand Funk. Like, <laughs> if, uh, you yeah, know what right. I mean? I, yeah, I saw his poster everywhere, because they were down there on two weeks ago when we were there. And I thought, the guy can't win if they're giving him grief. Yeah, right. But he's not know, Mark Finer. Yeah, yeah, I know. He, he didn't play on the original record. I don't know. It, if any other group is so, yeah. uh, or, I want to say crazy about it. Yeah, or when Eric Singer plays with Alice Cooper, do people say, well, you know that is really drill. Right. Yeah, right. So I think, so that's the bottom line. Obviously, we're going to go into our 4 o'clock reset. 
here's the thing. On social media, you figure there's so many real problems in the world. Kiss shouldn't be one of the problems, okay? Like, we're here to have a good time with it. And if you're not having a good time, you know what happens? You need a button. Christine's the one that you want. You want a button. You want a kiss room button, right? Yeah. She's got them in her hands. And them in her hands. See, now, look. I'm getting all wound up. So the uh, so really what we're talking about is the fact that I hit the wrong button. I had the, I had the whole thing segued. All wound up. Because, look, here's the bottom line. Okay, does, is everybody clear on that? I think we are. So now what we're going to do is we're going to reset. It is, let me see, i got to queue up the right thing because that's the right track. Ready? It's 4 o'clock. We're going to come back. We're going to hear from the Kiss Room House Band. You're wow. on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Oh, yeah. Meet you in the Kiss Room. Meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. With Matt Porter and the podcast crew. All right. Hey, so we're not oh, wait. smoke in the Kiss Room. You wanted the best and you got it. The hottest man in the land, Matt Porter. All right, look at that. We're into the second hour. We're shot out of a cannon. We can't believe our luck. We got Mike Natalini from Rough House. You all know him. We got Anthony Porter from Clashing Plaid, Three Chord Money. You all know him. We got Kiss Room House Band, Steve Companion, yeah. Jim Zagel, Fran Galanti, Bobby Dreyer from Harem. Look, really, everybody that tuned in early for Harem, we had a good time today on that, didn't we? That was a fantastic show. So everybody that's tuned into the Kiss Room, if you tune in every Kiss Room Friday two hours early and come in for uh, Harem, we had a great show today. That was a lot of fun. So look, where else can you find four hours of fun on a Friday? And look, it's snowing just a little bit more. It's not snow today. It's Kiss Room confetti. Thanks very much. <laughs> now look, we talked about we talked to Kiss Room about their gig. We talked about the Rock and Pod Expo coming up. We talked to Mike about the Rough House gig. You can all go to that. You have a gig coming up too, right? What's that? Actually, it's a Clashing Plaid gig, the first Clashing Plaid gig in about a year. Yeah! So, no, wait. Well, here's the thing. So, it's on the 25th of this month at Whiskey Tango in Northeast Philly. Oh, wow. Nice. And the important thing is, so we actually haven't done a Clashing Plaid gig in about a year. Um, it's a benefit for our friend Tara, who, you know, we're helping her out. She's great. It's a, it starts at about 5 o'clock. It's all ages. It goes for hours. It's a lot. All the great... All the best Philly bands. You got um, Cyanide Saints, Hammerdown, um, um, uh, Starscream is playing. There's a whole bunch of bands. Mark Evans from Heaven's Edge is doing a acoustic set. Cool. So you're going to get your money's worth. Come down and help a friend out. It's it's the only plaid gig of the year. Uh, um, it, you know, luckily nobody gripes Clashing Plaid about lineup changes, but <laughs> you know. It's the only gig we're doing of the year. I, I'm really doing the three chord money thing now. We got a three chord money gig in April. Um, that record's out. I'm trying to get somewhere with that record. That's out. But I, I really, if you're in Philadelphia, if you're New Jersey, Delaware, if you want to get in a car and drive down and see us, I think we're playing relatively early. It starts at five. It goes all night. It's all ages. That'd be great. Come out and see some clashing plaid. So, and I think in a way, it kind of ties into what we we're talking about was the fact that look, bands keep going. 
Sometimes you play with different people. You change the name of the well, band. Clashing Plaid's now called Three Chord Money. No, but it's, it's essentially totally it's different thing. three different guys, but a different style. Well, Talk about that. The only thing is, I mean, if I don't want to shoot on anybody. Everybody can like what they like. But I think as everybody who's played in a band, if you're in a band you got a for room more than of a week that and a half, in the band. and you haven't had problems with one of the guys in your band... <laughs> You're in a loony bin. I, I I can't believe people that get on, and I am on Facebook too much too, and they just can't believe about Kiss that changed lineups. And you go, dude, they've been together for forty years. Most of the bands that you know have been together for three and a half weeks, and they're already kind of mean mugging the bass player. I don't know. It, it makes me nuts. I mean, well, I've been before anybody gets on. And says, oh, he thinks Clashing Plaid is like Kiss. I do not. But I've done Clashing Plaid for 20 years. And we've had our fair share of guys. Luckily, the same group of guys for the most part. But things happen. It's not always, it's not just your band or your music. you got to deal with everything else. And that's, I mean, I'm, this, I'm just going along with what you're saying about people that get on. And I know they give you grief and the personal message where you go, dude, you don't have to like it, but geez, with the with the mean words, it's no time for that. Right. Is to keep a band together. You can count on the fingers of one hand how many bands of all the original guys for whatever reason. And when you're at that level, when it's your when it's your livelihood, like I've been in plaid for twenty years, but I don't have to pay the bills with it. I don't make any money. Right. <laughs> you know, you don't have any decisions. You're just playing your gigs. That's that's the part. And we talk about it. I know we talk about it in real life. Anybody that wants to come at you about original lineup, blah 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 blah. It's like having a couple of girlfriends, but it, <laughs> goodness gracious, you can't do it. I don't know. That's all I'm going to say about that. I, I, you can't. I know. It, <laughs> well, well, hey, France, <laughs> they can't all be in the same room. Marcy, he's uh, only kidding. No, man. we're just making a joke. But I'm saying that's the part. The part that is, you know, I feel like I'm Magatu in Zoolander. I'm taking crazy pills. Right, right. The people that just can't get it, they don't understand it. The original lineups, it's hard to keep together. So the end of my rant is everyone should come. Come see Clashing Plaid <laughs> on the 25th. So and and really, general. check out Three Chord Money, which is my new group. That's really what I'm pushing. But it is the same guys from Clashing Plaid, but it's a different sound. You know, right. even Rush, who the same three guys for all those years, wasn't the original drummer. Right, Neil exactly Perry. right. Yeah. It's, 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 that, it's really right. hard. It, you know, that's, I think people just need to cut everyone some slack. And I don't, actually, that's the part I don't know. If everybody wants to chime in in the, in the Kiss Room Facebook, I don't know how the bands, how other bands are. Like, um... You know, if you think about lineup changes, do Iron Maiden the, fans the, uh, fight because it's, right. it's Bruce? Hey, Bruce Dickinson wasn't the original singer. Right. <laughs> he didn't sing that well, exactly, exactly. Well, I think the only, the other, only, only one that seems to hold the same weight was the Dave and Sammy Van Halen, right? Thing, absolutely. Which was a civil war. People would come at you about that, but I don't think uh, you know Journey or whoever. You go to the Journey concert, and you're like, yeah, whatever. That guy, he could sing it all. Nobody seems to lose any sleep over. It, but boy, oh boy, in a kiss. You got to stay out of the comments section of anything other than anything, really. Right. You get, boy, knuckleheads. Well, you know what you really get? <laughs> oh! <laughs> We're going to use that sound bite. So don't be a troll. So, yeah, but I think that's really what it comes down to. We're just having a good time. So it's, I think that's what the main thing now. Do you want to play a Clashing Plaid song or a Three Chord Money song? Play a Clashing Plaid song today. Because that's coming up. Everybody can go to that gig, to and that's 25th. all ages, yeah, too, right? Ages. So, yep. look, we yep. could all go For to that. For real good cause. I mean, that's the thing. Come out and help our friend. See your friends. Hang out. Rock and roll. Is there a yeah. website for it? Um, I know there's a I Facebook group, there's but if you go to clashingplaid.com, I know the link is on that, That link's too. up there, yeah, yeah. Whiskey Tango. Whiskey Tango. Whiskey Tango. Yes, sir. They'd have it, too. So, yeah, okay, Whiskey cool. Tango. On the 25th of this month. 
And you're looking for someone, but it's not Kiss. This is Clashing Plaid. <laughs> Right, that's Clashing Plaid. You can also go to go to clashingplaid.com, go to threechordmoney.com. You got your gig coming Come see up. See us on the 25th at Whiskey Tango, Northeast Philly. It's a party. It's We're early. having the most Look fun the time. So, I mean, really, obviously, it's just like, this is like one of those, like, uh, super specials where they used to have all Kiss, but then they'd have a couple pages of other bands. I got Rough House in here. I got Clashing Plaid. You know, it's, we got the, you know, it's all the best stuff in one magazine. I love it. <laughs> what do you think? Kiss Room House Band, we got a special set for the day? Absolutely. Swing oh, that yeah. mic around. We got, got some, uh, first of all, I want to say we're going to, we're missing Steve Forrest today. <coughs> oh. Yeah, Steve, Steve actually is going from the Catman to the Lion today. <laughs> he is uh, doing a production with his uh, kids tonight, right, in school wow. of the Lion King, so wow. he couldn't make it today. But we do have Jim. Oh, we got Jim over yeah. And then we got a whole percussion section now over this here. Now, is, this is actually fun, because when you think about it, way before, like way back, you were here, and then Fran and Jim played together on two songs. Songs yep. like probably yep. some of the first acoustic music we had in the kiss room was just the two of you guys. Yeah, was. That was awesome. Yeah, Brian, yeah. 
So here, slide a little closer. So, we can get so actually, the they were the original lineup. So yeah. this year, is that saying? <laughs> you're, you're the new guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the new guy. They were, they're the original you know, lineup. Somewhere yeah. there's a Jim Zagel fan that's complaining because, you know, this is not the original lineup. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. What do we think? We want to knock some songs out? Absolutely. We're in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio where music and minds meet. Destroyer, right? Came out in March. Came out in March, right? So here we go. I even wore my Destroyer shirt. Look at that. Really, it's the only shirt that I wear when I'm here, but whatever. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> All right, everybody out there in Kiss Room Land, sing along with this one. Ready? Two, three, four. Me singing this song, you see what. 
Sorry, Marcy. <laughs> and you wish you were the one. He was doing it to who? Well, listen.
So, you know, March, uh, St. Patty's Day, I'm like, what, what do we, we need to do something for St. Patty's Day? So, uh, I'm like, looking, looking, um, look at Ace's solo album. He does a cover of Thin Lizzy. So, we're going to do Emerald for you right now. And just to let you know how dumb I am, it took me a week to realize it's because Emerald is green. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm like, Emerald, why? Don't get it. But now I get it. All right, here we go. You did it after Lagasse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 chicken and cheese. Oh, chicken and cheese. All right. All right. One, two, three. Down from the glen came the marching men with their shields and their swords. Distracted. 
two, three, four. They dance, the little children of Stonehenge. Yeah! Now look, can I make a, a quick request? Can you sure. bust out a couple bars of New York Groove? Madison Porter, it's her favorite song, and she wants a shout out just for a second. Oh, Ready? So sweet. Absolutely. Uh, huh? I'm sorry. Oh, wait, do we start in E flat or E? E. Hey. In the back of my Cadillac, we can lazy by my size and we're. It's gonna be extra sweet. This <laughs> is Look, I'll explain that real quick. If anybody was listening, when Madison was singing that, she would change it to that. That's there you go. She said, "Madison, how are you?" Right on. Uncle Ace singing. That's great. You're now look, nice. one thing I will say that was great. Fantastic yeah. kiss from House Band. Yeah. Now look, first of all. Mike Natalini walks in and all his friends join the kiss room. That's fantastic. We just approved uh, uh, like the, the page is blowing up. Welcome to all Mike Natalini's friends. Um, one thing, breaking news, Ralph Asbury just posted. Now, we talked earlier in the show that the Peter Chris VIP dinner performance, June 16th, apparently will be his last ever performance what? in the USA. That's what Whoa. he just told me. Oh, in the USA. Now, look, because he's doing it again in, like, Australia or something like that. Australia. But now but now, here's the thing. That could be really breaking news. So, Ralph, we really need to get that info from you. So uh, so that's incredible. But thanks, Kiss from House Band. That was fantastic. We, uh, yeah, we're done. I looked at the list. I thought that was the last yeah. one. Yeah, we got one more. Oh, knock it out. Ready and to I, go. It's another one that I got a guitar solo for, so you're... This, this Straight we're going to play. This yeah. song goes out to Mike and Matt. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. One more. All right. By request. By me.
That, that goes out to everybody, that goes out to everybody who's had a car wreck. <laughs> That's, you know, 2017. Now, look, the funny thing, I think you should go into dark light. Didn't it seem like it yeah. also got really weird outside? Oh my gosh, but, you know. dark so instead of a backwards solo, I did it like a crappy song. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Kiss Room House Band, Fran Galante, Steve Companion, Jim Zagel, yeah. special guest Mike Natalini. That was fantastic. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to go to Ken Mills with Today in History. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Come on, dudes. Let's crank it. Five, four, three, two, one. Three, two, one. We have ignition. On this day in history, brought to you by the podcast in the Kiss Room. Now print it with real Kiss blood. On this day in history, March 10th. On this day in history, March 10th, 1957, happy birthday to Shannon Tweed Simmons, who was born in Newfoundland, Canada. 
Happy birthday to Shannon. Happy birthday to Shannon. Happy birthday, dear Shannon Tweet Simmons, you powerful and attractive woman. Happy birthday to you. How would you like to blow out my candle? Oof. On this day in history, March 10th, 1973, Kiss plays two concerts in one night at Amityville, New York at the Daisy on their very first tour. On this day in history, March 10th, 1983, Kiss performs a concert in Houston, Texas on the 10th anniversary tour at the Sam Houston Coliseum on the Creatures of the Night tour. What beautiful music they make. Today in History, March 10th, 1984, KISS plays New York City's Radio City Music Hall during the second night of two in a row on the Lick It Up Tour. During this two-night stand, Gene burns the right side of his hair as he performs his famous fire-breathing stunt. Ow! On this day in History, March 10th, 1985, 1985, KISS performs in Grand Forks, North Dakota, at the auditorium on the Animalized Tour. Dokken is the opening act. On this day, history March 10th, 1989, Ace Fraley appears with Joey Ramone, Scott Ian, and the Cycle Sluts from Hell on the Morton Downing Jr. television show for the second program in a two-day special about the sleazy side of the rock music industry. Paul Stanley has a one-night stand in Trenton, New Jersey, as he performs live in concert during his solo tour. On this day in history, March 10th, 1994, Ace Frehley performs songs live in concert during his kick-ass tour. Meanwhile, Gene Simmons is in Munich, Germany on a brief promotional tour. Today in history, March 10th, 1996, the original four KISS band members are practicing at the Cole Rehearsal Studio in Hollywood, California. Time to shock the people. On this day in history, March 10th, 2000, Ace's father, Carl Daniel Fraley, passes away. Carl was an electrical engineer who was also involved with constructing the elevator motors in the Empire State Building as well as doing some work on the buildings at West Point Military Academy. Carl was born on July 4, 1903 in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. On this day in history, March 10, 2001, KISS bids farewell to Yokohama, Japan in the second concert of a two-night stand. This leg of the farewell tour features Eric Singer as the Catman. Easy Catman, they're serious. March 10, 2004, Gene Simmons appears on the MSNBC Cable Television Network in an interview with Dennis Miller. Today in history, March 10th, 2013, KISS plays All Phones Arena in Sydney, Australia. Today in history, March 10th, Matt Porter is live in the KISS room. And you're listening either live from the studio or live later on MP3. Today is your day in history. Make it special and do it with a smile on your face. Remember, if you're not enjoying KISS, you're not doing it right. And that was This Day in History, brought to you by the Podkist and the KISS Room. We still play with our KISS color form sets. That's right, we still play with our KISS color forms, right? Hello, it's me. You know, the guy with the tongue. 
the guy who wears more makeup and higher heels than your mommy does. Just ask her. That's right. I'm Gene Simmons. You're not. And I love it loud. That's right. Now, one of the things you heard, you heard Ken mention March 10th, 1989. So think about all those years ago from today. Paul Stanley was at City Gardens in New Jersey. So how many people saw that tour? Mike, you said you saw that tour? 89? I know you saw it at Lemoore. That's 88. 88? The one with Warren opening I saw. 88 or 89? I, thought it was, well, I think it's 1989. Right. The one with Warren as the opener. I saw two dates of that in New York. Yeah, so yeah. here's the funny thing. Now this, everybody that's a Kiss fan, we talked about that box set of demos and all this, but everybody talks about, you know, when you remember you used to go to the expo and you get the bootlegs, right? <laughs> here's a bootleg. <laughs> Paul Stanley bootlegs. doing a, a song that was not even released at the time. You'll know it right away. I recorded this with a pocket tape recorder. You might have everything in the bootleg collection. This has never been played because, Bob, you heard me transfer yeah. this today off of a cassette. I'm going to give you just some of this here in the Kiss Your Mom, Monica yeah. Lady, where music reminds me. Hey, hey, I'm always the one that saves too long. Do, do, do. Now, look, I'm not even going to play the whole thing because the quality of that was literally recorded with a tape recorder and it was so loud. But the funny thing, what I always remember... Well, here's the funny thing what I always remember was it was amazing to see Paul Stanley playing at a place that was so small. Like, you're walking around and it's like, you know, and I remember this is the funny story. And Bob Brodsky, if you're listening, you're laughing about this, was they shuffled in Paul kind of a Secret Service style with like a bunch of big guys around him. And he was in the middle and they had to make their way through the crowd. But this now this is the first time I ever saw like a you know one of the guys in Kiss obviously that close up and I actually was able I touched him on the shoulder it was Paul Stanley as he was running through the crowd and you go like oh my gosh what are we doing here it was such a small place but anyway we'll talk more about that another time but the uh, the funny thing is what we, what we were talking about earlier at the start of the show um, was the idea of Gene said he's going to put out the box set of 150 demos and they're his demos so one of the things I was talking with him about my brother and then we were talking about earlier. Remember when you used to go to the Kiss Expo and we talked about the upcoming Kiss Expo? We used to get those cassettes that, and they'd be labeled like, you know, and this was the one that cracked me up. I have this one called Fancy Mix. And there was all these tracks on this Fancy Mix. And the one, like, obviously right away, you're thinking to yourself, like, what could be on that? So, like, you know, you would drive around with this cassette with, like, a photocopied cover. And it would say a million to one or, like, you know... 1980s ladies, or this was the world without heroes, right? This was the demo. And like literally, it's just this part. 
No vocals, nothing. Practically karaoke. Maybe if you want to sing along at home, you could. So anyway, that's the kind of stuff that used to be on those on those bootlegs. This is this is one of my favorites. Is um, you know you're you're driving home from the Kiss Expo and you're popping the uh, the cassette into your car and you're and it's labeled a million to one demo and you're thinking oh my gosh what could this be with Vinny on the vocals and this comes on ready. Right, that's the kind of stuff. Now I want you all to go digging through your Kiss collections, find all the the kind of bootleg stuff that you have, list that because I'd be really curious what Gene will put in the hundred and fifty song box. Stuff set. like that. But what's that, it no, going to be? That yeah. particular one, and I we joke about that one a lot. You, you get the cassette, it says Vinnie Vincent singing. And I was always more fascinated with the guys talking to each other in the background. Mm-hmm. You've got to help me later. Do you want some ice cream? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you know, you're driving home for the convention, so you're a Kiss nerd. You're listening to things as if it's a gold mine, right. and there's no story to it. You didn't even know what it was. It's a cassette with a paper insert. You can't go back tomorrow because the expo's gone. Mm. And it was, it was like uncovering um, secret files or something. You feel like you're getting it. With no explanation, but the guys in the background always, you know, because of course the Vinnie vote, he's just practicing. So where did the like the whole thing, the mystery? Where did it come from? Right. What's who's recording it? <laughs> That's I remember getting ones where you think, oh, it's a live concert, and I had one, and I'm sure you have it now. Uh, it was Chicago. Obviously, someone's standing in the front row with a, right. with a recorder. But the main thing is, no, the kid next to the guy recording is cursing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and you, I know you can't curse on the on the, on the radio, but. It's the Paul rap, and it's from the um, 80s. Listen, Chicago, we're going to blow the roof down. And the kid yells, F yeah. And he's yelling, F yeah. And you go, well, okay. It was terrible. I probably got through it once. But, you know, it's funny. Javier sent me a cassette of, he was actually at a show, and I can't remember. And you hear them, the one kid says, hey, you smell that pot? (laughs) (laughs) Javier, thanks, pal. The, um, now, here's the funny thing. So it might even be something like this. Now, you're going to listen to this, and you're going to say to yourself, I recognize it right away. So, right, you recognize that, right? Yeah. Yeah. songs in one yeah right you can hear where all these songs became something else yeah right that's, 
Now you're here. You can hear it now. You're thinking, okay, it's going to go to this, but wait, now it's going to yeah. go. I wonder how many of those songs have the same so here's the thing right now if you keep listening he's going to go through this and make his way to the chorus Sony that's the Rock and Rolls Royce. And you can hear where all those pieces of songs became ones that we all know. So really, Gene, I'm sure, listens to The Kiss Room. And I know he's probably thinking, wow, what are we thinking about when he releases the 150 songs in a box set? Give us an explanation of how you wrote it, who's playing on the songs, and we'll, we'll know all the rest. We know what songs that became. And isn't that cool? It's fun stuff. And then we want the Rough House box set. Wait for that. <laughs> Steve Javorski says he's waiting for the Anthony Porter Garage box yeah, set. It has to be a Kiss Room House Band box set, right? Oh, yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah, it was funny because that's... We love our Skype practices. Well, yeah. as, as, I was, as I was kind of getting ready for the day, what? and, and I knew practices. that they were going to have that... Um, you know, he's talking about the box set. We we're going to talk about it. I was going through a ton of them, you know... The Van Halen ones. I was I think in a way, don't you kind of think that the Van Halen demos are kind of like the one that that would put this box set over the oh, top? Yeah. If he puts them in there, oh, yeah. and it's the Van Halen brothers, killer. would that be amazing? Yeah. So. It would be buy these two songs in 148 other <laughs> Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we talk a lot about that. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I think that's going to be something fun. It's amazing how 2017, all of a sudden, there's a lot to talk about with Kiss. You know, you got it. Gene going to put this box set out. Peter's doing the New York Expo. We got, obviously, all these tribute bands. One thing here, wait, I'm going to, somebody keep talking. I got to find my note. And Gene's doing the. Gene's got his own house band now, right? He's got his own solo band, right? Yeah, and they're, they're they're doing uh, the Comic Con. He's gonna play Wizard World, right? Wizard World, yeah. or whatever. So look, I'm gonna give a mention to this on Saturday, April 29th. The Cinema Arts Center in Huntington, Long Island. Is that yeah. near you? Mm-hmm. It's 20 minutes from now. It's going to be screening Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. And opening the show at 9 p.m. will be Long Island's Unmasked, a Kiss cover band playing. And they're going to play Kiss Rarities. And they said they're even going to play Rip and Destroy. They are. Because they're going to do. So here, wow. get on the one. So you've seen them before? You I've know them? seen videos of them, yeah. So look at that. Everybody can go to cinemaartscenter.org or facebook.com slash unmasked Kiss cover band. And uh, Billy Davis actually sent me that. We're going to get him on the Kiss Room next month to really kind of talk about that, talk about his band. I love the fact that here we are in the year 2017, there's still so many fun Kiss events that are happening. So that's really what we're talking about here. Yeah, Ace is still touring right now, right? Isn't he still on tour? Ace has a bunch of tour dates. Kiss is out again. I mean, they're overseas. I mean, obviously, they got all that stuff going on. It's amazing. Think about that. Now, think about when you were a much younger child than we all are today. <laughs> 2017, we're still having fun with kids. Absolutely. You know, it's great. It's amazing. Kiss at the Civic Center, right? Talk about that your Bob first time you saw him, right? Bob Seger opening up for them, right? Oh, you saw you Kiss at the Civic Center. Absolutely. Really? Kiss at the Civic Center. Yeah, man. Bob Seger opened They booed the hell out of Bob Seger. Really? Oh, yeah. That was a great show. What I was at Kiss Alive, like 74 ish. Yeah. 74. It was a great show for everybody with Bob Seger. 
It was a shame. Yeah, nobody knew who he was. And that was the one band Kiss always said that thought blew them off the stage, right? Was, was but it? Bob, they were good. I mean, yeah. but they were an opening band, and you know, back and then, back then, I mean, every Kiss was at their peak, you know, because that was the that was the live show, and nobody wanted to see. They didn't care who was opening up for them. Everybody was waiting for Kiss. Yeah, that wow. was a great show. In fact, that's coming up. I think it's March. Um, I'm trying to think of the date because I have an original poster of that from the Civic Center. It's red, white, and blue. I'll bring the program in next yeah, time. Yeah, wow, definitely. Wow. That'd yeah. be cool. We can do a whole show about that. We'll do the uh, you know some kind of 1976 show. That'd be fun. But yeah, think about that. I mean, we should even, all talk about the opening bands that you were there for that got booed during the <laughs> You know what? That would actually be a really fun topic, and I think you're probably thinking of the same one I am, Shooting Gallery at the Track. Remember that? Yeah, oh, that oh, was yeah. a train wreck. Those poor guys. Nah, the crowd Queen's did not right want to see him. No, no, no. Here's, no, here's the thing. No, here's the thing. I'm not trying to one-up you, but the Shooting Gallery at the Track, first of all, was Kiss of the Track. So nobody, it wouldn't have mattered who was the opener. If it was Santa Claus and Easter Bunny playing an opening band, it would have been boo. He made the mistake mistake of saying you can all quit booing because gene and paul asked us and it was thunderous <laughs> <laughs> you know what and uh yeah and they were i good. just heard somebody good, say if I, somebody in the audience if you're playing somebody gives you the finger never give them the he, finger he, back yeah he's a he, dead man he on stage he got <laughs> combative that's what i remember the funny about thing it, about yeah. that is now think about yeah like you said now that's revenge era kiss yeah. so they're really they're bringing it out like they're tough and that crowd, we had waited outside all yeah. day. And I was in the second row for that and, and right up against the stage. And I've never been in a crowd that was like that ready. And like when they when Gene comes walking yeah. out and all he has his arms crossed and the whole crowd is like moving like you're in water. But yeah, shooting gallery, that was probably the one where I really remember the crowd turning on them. You know, like just like they did, they did not want to see this band. Well, it and, wouldn't uh, matter who the right. opener was. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> Santa was, Claus. Well, Santa Claus might have got you know because we all wanted a present or something. <laughs> so, uh, except, except open up for him at the Tower Theater on the Lick It Up tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. saw that. The bass didn't work for except. Saw oh, that. Wow. First 10 With songs, Udo, yeah. And the bass flat. He just throws his uh, face on people. the stage. And he walks off his. Off well, because the they wouldn't accept anything. I'm glad you guys got that. Thanks for backing me up, man. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that was when our car had the uh, the tank. Yes. Right. Man, that was a, that, and what a place to see them too. The tower. Mm -hmm. the, the little places were the yeah. best, man. You know. Yeah. And then the place that was falling off the ceiling as they were playing. I'm not even kidding. We were standing there, and there was a big crack up above us, and it was just rattling down and hitting hitting us right in the face. It was awesome. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, we're just we're just about out of time because we got to get to five o'clock. It's noise in the attic, so I'm gonna just kind of I gotta wrap it up because we're out of time. So let's go right around, Bobby Dre. Any last thoughts? Uh, no, man, just getting ready next month. Little M3 down in Merriweather. Be down there with uh, Rat coming back. And, That's the uh, end of Adam April. Uh, yeah, the end of April. Wow. So I'll be down there, and then um, uh, May 11th. Woo, big thing. Be interviewing Metallica. Metallica. Yeah, wow. Wow. So I'm going to wrap the show Gaga down there. Um, oh. <laughs> well, at least her mic will work. There you go. Oh, <laughs> hey, look, we have a broken mic in here. so it's Yeah, so uh, that's probably So, yeah, it. a lot of stuff coming yeah. up. Fran, what do you got to say? Well, I was thinking with this bad weather, we really should make sure we learn. This song, not many KISS fans like. But we should really learn nothing can keep me from you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it, Steve? Wherever you are, that's where I'm going to be. Unless it snows with the bridge closes. 
no matter how far, you'll never be that far from me. Drive safe, everyone. <laughs> That's the next PSA on my career. Right, right. That's there you it. Go. Jim Zagel. Yeah, uh, my band Stone Merchant, like us on Facebook, we're playing um, April 29th at Frank's American Pub in Downingtown. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Thanks for coming back to the Kiss Room, too. Appreciate Anybody it. in Ocean City, Maryland, I'll be tomorrow night, I'll be in Ocean City, Maryland with Animal House at Fagers Island. So uh, I'll be driving back to New York and then driving down to Ocean City, Maryland tomorrow. Nice. Sweet. Road trip. Anthony Porter, thanks a million. Well, just a pleasure to be here in the Kiss Room with you, the yeah. Matt Porter. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen, actually, in real life for a couple weeks, right. and it's terrible. Oh, yeah, no, you know, we're There's brothers. Um, uh, just nice to see everybody. Bob, Mike, the Kiss Room house band is phenomenal. Uh, I love the harem stop. show. Oh, Thank stop. You. Uh, if you get a chance, come down and see Clash and Plaid on the 25th at Whiskey Tango in Northeast Philly for there. It's a big benefit, big fundraiser. I'd love if you'd all show up and see all the bands. And then check out Three Chord Money, which is actually my new band. That's on Three Chord Money. It's on YouTube, Facebook, iTunes, CD Baby, blah, 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 blah. We have a gig in April, but Three Chord Money is the deal, so go see Three Chord Money. And thanks nice. again. Thanks right. again. Awesome. Mike Natalini, welcome back to the Kiss yeah. Room. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. I'm glad I was able to make it. Um, Great to meet these guys, Matt and Anthony. Good to see you guys again. Just remember, peeps, Rough House tomorrow night at the casino in Chester called Harris at the Block. Uh, doors open at 8 o'clock. And also, I'm going to push another one, if that's cool. Absolutely. Especially out of the, out of the blue here. Uh, totally different. Uh, I also uh, drum with the original Tramps, Burn Baby yeah. Burn, Disco Inferno. Nice. And we will be at the Ocean City Music Pier in New Jersey, May 6th with the Blue Notes. Rock and roll, baby! Sorry, man. Good plug. You that know. was awesome. Hey, look, that's fantastic. And you can come back anytime. I'll be here. And next time, the roads will be clear. I'll be here. <laughs> yeah. I'll be here next time. That would be nice. So now, look, obviously, if you missed the start of the show, go back to the start of the show. I told you about the Rock and Pod Expo. We got that coming up. We got all kind of fun things happening. There's all things that you can be part of. I really want to appreciate everybody that tuned in. I really do appreciate it. If you listen live, if you listen on the download, however you listen, I appreciate that you listen. I appreciate everybody that took the time to come in here. All of you. I really do appreciate Thanks, Matt. Porter. Best part of the month here for me. And now, look, go to thekissroom.com. We're going to put the replay up later if you're listening on the replay. Stay tuned to Monco Radio for Noise in the Attic. Obviously, listen to Monco Radio all the time because uh, there's a lot of young kids that are doing their shows. You can always get something different. And I'm going to give the last word to Ken Mills. You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. We're a scene, man. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Havnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week, me and my crew will bring you the Kiss News of the Week. 
Look at us as kind of a KISS version of Meet the Press. Your source for KISS news every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, KISS Army. Since 2007, you've been getting podkissed. The KISS audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your podkissed. Every month, the podkissed crew, along with the Kiss Room, brings you Kiss Talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great Kiss fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're listening to Podkiss. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkiss. The Podkiss, the Kiss audio fanzine for your ears. History Science Theater, the most civilized. Yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> oh, f- <laughs> come on. Respectful. Just imagine Gene it's with like, like a with like a washtub base. Boom, 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 boom. And serious. No wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're gonna come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss podcast on the web. History Science Theater. We bust balls because we can. Hey everybody, I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And we're from the Decibel Geek Podcast. And if you love this... You'll love us. That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll and it's always free. Hey, I'm Dr. F***. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, Check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. How do I get a backstage pass? Yeah, you're listening to Harold. Grab your hairspray and your sister's makeup and try to fit in those spandex again. Join me, Bobby Dreyer, along with Matt Porter, every second Friday of each month from 1 to 3, right before the Kiss Room. On Marco Radio, where music and minds meet. <laughs> you have been one hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? I tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations. Ah,
know, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird. <laughs>